This is Snowman in the Morning, where true sports talk lives. Bazinga! Did you not get the memo? We continue on this special edition of Snowman in the Morning, and it won't be a special edition anymore. Beginning Monday, January the 14th, we are back on five days a week, and we are on. We're still debating whether to go 9 a.m. or 8 a.m., uh, both times Eastern, but next week we will come to you live from the Holman Student Union in Terre Haute, Indiana, at Indiana State University. We'll be there all week, and we're going to be bouncing around while we while we are in the process of getting our studios up and running. And I want you to listen for a new station that's going to be syndicating our show, KSOS, The Soul of Salem, scheduled to launch Super Bowl week, and that's how we're going to kick off. That and that—that's how we're going to kick off the launching of that station that week. So all the folks in Salem, Oregon, get ready. A snowman's coming. Super Bowl week will kick off the launch of KSOS with live editions of Snowman in the Morning. And speaking of Super Bowl week, the road to the Super Bowl has begun, and I wouldn't be. And th- this show wouldn't be where it is if I didn't have my partner on the Verizon Wireless hotline with me to break down the wildest of the wild card weekends. Please welcome Mike DeBate from Full Press Coverage. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Snowman. Always a pleasure to join you, my friend. How's everything going, Brian? Everything is going. Everything is going great, and I'm also planning a wedding. <laughs> so to <laughs> say that it's been to say that it's been crazy would be a horrid understatement. Oh, absolutely. Busy times, but good times, my friend. All uh, all the best to you. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. All right, let's get down to business. And I begin with four words. How about those Colts? <laughs> How about them? Um, you know, it, it, of all of the games that were played on Wild Card Weekend, you can probably make the argument that the Colts had the most dominant victory out of all the teams that were in that were in action over this past weekend. Uh, they looked great on offense. They looked great on defense. Uh, this this is a team right now that is really coming together right at the right time. And, you know, I mean, Andrew Luck put on a show. People forget that's his hometown, you know, in a stadium where he defended mm-hmm. games throughout his childhood, you know, that played actually in that stadium when he was in high school. Uh, throws, you know, for 191 yards and two touchdowns before halftime. Uh, and they had already built a 21 nothing lead. And at that point, you saw just the erosion of the Houston Texans and the ascension of the Indianapolis Colts. It's it's a tremendous, tremendous feeling for them right now, I'm sure. Um, they're going into Kansas City, a very, very formidable opponent, but uh, the Colts are formidable themselves. And uh, just an impressive uh, victory for them in all facets. Uh, like I said, they looked good in all three phases of the game. This is a very tough team going into Kansas City. You've got to like what you see if you're a Colts fan. And we talked about this last week on the show. The Colts needed to come out and hit the Texans in the mouth on the first drive or first couple of drives. They took the first two drives and turned them into touchdowns. They didn't settle for field goals, and that basically took all the life out of Houston. Absolutely, and I think that's going to be a common theme for these playoffs when you take a look at every single one of these games. I think that's going to be the key to victory for just about any team that's left now. Uh, it has been the case where you know you take a look at teams that have – you know, come out, be aggressive right off the bat. I think that's exactly what the days of kind of laying in the weeds and just kind of taking and almost like a rope-a-dope type mentality where you are taking with the, uh, the <laughs> opponent's best punch and then all of a sudden you give it back. That's been a very, very common 
esteem for the team that I cover up here in New England, the New England Patriots. They've been content to do that an awful lot. I don't think you're going to see them have success if they do, if they take a strategy like that this weekend. We'll get into that one in a minute, but the Colts did it. They came out, they were aggressive, they hit Houston directly head on and kept them on their heels the whole game. And because of that, that's why you're seeing them advance, and that's why they're going into Kansas City this weekend. And you have to think about this, and someone made this comparison for me off the air, but think about it very carefully. Frank Reich defeats Houston again, once as a quarterback and now as a coach. You have to think the city of Houston, you know, and they see Frank Reich, they should have gotten the idea, "Uh uh-oh, he may have a couple of tricks up his sleeve for us. Yeah, absolutely. And Frank Reich, I mean, we've said this a number of times uh, in our discussions. You really, really have to be just amazed and so impressed by the job that he's done after the Colts starting one and five, getting to, you know, this level and being on the cusp of an AFC championship game, which is very much in the realm of possibility. I think we'll get into that in a little bit. I don't want to get too far ahead here, but, you know, it's, it's it's just it's an amazing job uh, for what he's able to do. Not to mention that if you really want to think fourth dimensionally, um, how amazing would it be to have Frank Wright coaching the Indianapolis Colts in the AFC Championship game against the New England Patriots? <laughs> Josh McDaniels walking on their sideline. Talk about the hype and the, uh, the just a, a, a dream come true for anyone that's an analyst for either one of those teams or anybody at the NFL national level. Uh, it would be an amazing story, but we're not going to get into that right now. Let's basically, you know, give the Colts their just due for a great win. Um, you have to be so impressed with Marlon Mack and what he's been able to do. Uh, 148 yards and a touchdown. Uh, tremendous, tremendous offensive weapon there. Really has emerged as a real viable threat in that uh, Indianapolis offense. Uh, Eric Ebron continues to ascend as one of the better tight ends in this league. Um, just such great, great stories uh, all the way around uh, for the boys that wear that blue and white. So it's 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 going to be this is going to be a barn burner this weekend. I'm I'm really looking forward to this game between the Colts and the Kansas City Chiefs. I think this has got the makings of being a real real fun game to watch. That game will take place Saturday afternoon at Arrowhead Stadium, and if the Chiefs were looking past the Indianapolis Colts, it would be a very critical mistake. Oh, yeah, no question about it. And for all intents and purposes, I know a lot of people love to give Andy Reid his lumps this time of year, but Andy Reid is a formidable uh, football coach, and he's a good football coach, and he'll have his team focused and ready to go. Now, in terms of in-game clock management, I know a lot of people love to roll their eyes when it comes to Andy Reid. Um, I would not err on that side of in other words, basically, I wouldn't count on those types of, uh, of issues happening. Uh, these two teams are going to be ready to play one another. Um, they're very, I think they're very well matched, um, and I think this is going to be a really, really great game on Sunday. It really, really Saturday, is. Excuse me, Saturday. Yes. <laughs> it, it really, really is. I'm looking forward to that as well. Not only are the Colts on a hot streak, but how about those Chargers as well, going into a very tough place in Baltimore, pulling out a 23-17 to win. And if there are any questions about Phillip Rivers being able to lead the Chargers, he just passed the first test on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. And people that are thinking, oh, well, you know, he has a tough record against the Patriots. He has a tough record against Tom Brady in, in, the, uh, in the playoffs and in the regular season. He just beat the top-ranked defense in 
the NFL. And I don't, I, if anybody does have any reservations or concerns about Philip Rivers being able to lead his team to victory in Foxborough, you shouldn't have any reservations about that. This guy could get the job done. This is a formidable team in uh, in the LA Chargers. They are a very evenly uh, balanced team. They have a tremendous offense, a tremendous defense, uh, one of the best pass rushes, I think, anywhere in the NFL, save for the Chicago Bears, which I know we're going to get into in a little bit. That's a touchy subject for people in your region right now. <laughs> I know that. Um, but, um, the LA Chargers come into New England. Uh, they they took it to the uh, Baltimore Ravens, um, and that and for a lot of people, a lot of people were not expecting them to win that game. They were simply expecting, uh, you know, the the Ravens to come in and be able to to hold them off and to beat them. Uh, for the Chargers to be able to do what they did and uh, um, and advance, especially after losing to the Ravens earlier, rebounding and, and coming back strong. You know, this this is a this is a team right now that is built to play this type of game that they're going to play on Sunday. Now the weather forecast up here shows that mother nature is going to be rearing her ugly new England head. So the chargers are not uh, used to playing in these types of conditions that could change things a little bit, but right now I'm just counting on these two teams playing at full strength at a hundred percent. And if that's the case and the weather is not really a factor here, this is going to be a tremendous game. I think these two teams match up very well against one another. Um, there are a lot of people that are uh, dismissing uh, the uh, the Patriots in this game. I think that's a mistake. Uh, there are some Patriots fans up here that are dismissing and looking past the Chargers. I think that's a mistake. I think these two teams are going to have their hands full with one another on Sunday afternoon. That's our AFC matchup, the Colts and the Kansas City Chiefs on Saturday, the Patriots and the Chargers on Sunday. Phillip Rivers and Tom Brady get together. Let's move to the NFC, and I'm going to start in Chicago where a doink cost the Bears a game. The uh, winning field goal, supposed winning field goal by Cody Parkey was tipped at the line, but tip your hat to both teams for a tremendous wild card game at Soldier Field. Yeah, I mean, you know, Cody Parkey, I know, is getting absolutely lambasted this week with everything that's gone that's that's been going on. And look, there has to be some accountability there. You're an NFL kicker, and it's your job to make kicks. And there's no question about it. Um, now we've seen that it's not actually just a complete missed kick that Trayvon Hester did get a hand on it, and he was able to block it. So it's showing now as a block kick as opposed to just a blatant miss. You know, it's. It's a very tough situation where I know Bears fans are absolutely devastated. Any fan base right now would be devastated by a loss like that, which looked like it was basically clutching you know, victory from the hands of defeat. But unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. You know, Nick Foles, <laughs> I mean, for all, for all the stuff that people want yeah. to give him, <laughs> this guy just completely, completely ceases to amaze you know, every single time that he's got the uh, the ball with a chance to win the game, he's a guy that comes forward. I mean, you saw him at Golden Tate with the touchdown pass on, you know, fourth down, 56 seconds remaining against the NFL's toughest defense, one of the toughest defenses you'll find in the NFL. Um, you know, tip your cap to the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, they were basically left for, for nothing a few weeks ago, and then Nick Foles steps in, takes this team on his back, carries them to the playoffs where a lot of people didn't even think that was possible and then takes them to victory in a game that you and I both called for the Chicago Bears. So it's um, 
it's really you've got to tip your cap to the Eagles in a lot of uh, in a lot of ways. Not just you know put all of the loss on the shoulders of, of Cody Parkey. Yeah, there's going to be some accountability there, but you know I think to say that the, the loss was solely his fault and that he's you know to really just completely blame. Parky for everything wrong that went wrong in that game for Chicago, I think is a little disingenuous. So, you know, we'll see what happens next year. The Chicago Bears are situated very well to come back and play strong in that division. I still think they are by far the class in that division. I think they will be better than the Vikings next year. Packers are still going to be rebuilding. We, you know, we all know the news with uh, uh, Matt LaFleur going there to, to be the head coach. There'll be a feeling out period there for Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure. I still think the Bears are in the driver's seat in that division. So look for them to be back strong, but, you know, Tip your cap to the Eagles. Just an amazing, amazing run uh, these last few weeks. Another Philly special, and they go to New Orleans next weekend. And how about those Cowboys coming up with a win at home against Seattle? And now Dallas goes out west to Los Angeles to play the Rams. And damn, it's good. It feels good to say Los Angeles Rams again. But the Cowboys showed up in the spotlight last Saturday night when they needed to because you know the spotlight is always on that big star in the middle of AT&T Stadium in Dallas and the Cowboys really delivered on all sides of the ball. Yeah, without question. Um, Dallas did step up big, and that's something that a lot of people were questioning whether or not they would be able to do. I was one of them. I had the Seahawks in that game, and I really I thought that it would be a uh, – uh, you know, a win on, on their side. But you take a look at what the Cowboys have been able to do. They came up big. They did play well, both on offense and on defense, showed that they can hang with pretty much any team in the NFL right now. If I'm the Los Angeles Rams and I see that, it automatically raises my attention level just a little bit more because now you're getting a Cowboys team that's coming in, hot fresh off of victory. They're pumped. They're ready to go. The Rams are rested. But the, but the, uh, the Dallas Cowboys right now have momentum. So that could mean uh, a very uh, difficult game for the L.A. Rams in, uh, uh, in Los Angeles on, um, on uh, you know, at 8-15 this weekend. So I think it's going to be a, a tremendous game. I, I really like this one. I think it's going to be a fun one to watch. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the Rams are able to put together a playoff run. We saw Jared Goff fall short last year. It's going to be interesting to see how they're able to come up uh, uh, big this year because uh, the Cowboys right now are playing pretty good football. So another one that I think you're looking forward to, that everybody is looking forward to. you got really four great games on the slate this weekend. It's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, before we get to our picks, let's review one other game that took place at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. And Clemson, for all intents and purposes, beat down Alabama. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about you know, uh, you know, <laughs> the job that Sweeney has done with with that team. I mean, Clemson, Clemson was impressive. There's no question about it. And a lot of people, I think, you know, had written them off. I had I had picked Alabama before the game. I, I really believed that they were going to be the team that was going to uh, that, that was going to emerge victorious. And you know, Clemson just pulled away, and and they they played a tremendous tremendous game. So. You got to give them a lot of uh, a lot of credit. Uh, I think uh, Swinney just you know with what you know he's been able to uh, uh, you know to do with this team, and uh, you know obviously you know uh, you know Christian Wilkins guys that just came up really really big uh, for uh, for the Clemson Tigers. 
Uh, it's a hell of a uh, of a program that they're running down there, and uh, they deserve it. They're well-deserving national champions. For years and years and years, Danny Ford was not able to win the big one at Clemson after he won the national title in 1981, and now Dabo Sweeney has delivered two of them. You know, could have been three, you know, in 2016 had Alabama not come back to beat Clemson 45-40 to in that great high-scoring national championship game. But as you mentioned, you've got to give Dabo Sweeney and his staff and the fans and everybody that supports Clemson their due. They have arrived. Absolutely. No question about it. And, you know, Trevor Lawrence, you can't say enough about the game that he had. 347 yards, three touchdowns, um, just – just tremendous, tremendous game uh, for uh, for the Clemson Tigers. And like I said, they earned it. Well-deserving national champions. All right. You know what time it is. We got four games to break down even more. You know the cue in the background. Let's do our pigskin picks for the divisional playoffs in the NFL. Our pigskin picks are driven by Bozak Honda. Come see why it's better at Bozak. Visit them online at BozakHonda.com as well as Bozak Auto. Let's start in the kingdom called Kansas City, the Indianapolis Colts and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Colts coming off a dominant win in Houston. Kansas City has had a week off to prepare, but Kansas City don't look past these hard-charging Colts. No, they need not look past the hard-charging Colts. The Colts are going to give the Kansas City Chiefs all that they can handle, and I think they're going to give them just a little bit more than they can handle on Sunday. I think... The key to this game to me is going to be Marlon Mack getting the running game going for the Indianapolis Colts. The Chiefs' run defense is still pretty porous, and I think that's how you attack them. I think if they do that, start getting Andrew Luck, getting uh, into uh, you know play action a little bit. I like the, the Indianapolis Colts in an upset in this one. I uh, I have them uh, you know winning this game, and I have them winning this game 35 to 31. I think they're going to be able to put some points up on the Chiefs defense. Patrick Mahomes and that uh, Chiefs offense is going to score points, but I think the Colts score just a few more to find their way to the AFC Championship game. 1993, 1997, 2003, Indianapolis went into Kansas City. They've won all three times. They make it four. I say Colts 37, Chiefs 34. It'll be a tight one. But Andrew Luck, Marlon Mack, and the Indianapolis Colts will make more than enough plays to upset the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Let's go to the Coliseum in Los Angeles. The Dallas Cowboys, fresh off their wild card win against the Seahawks, host the division champion L.A. Rams, who have had a week to prepare for the Cowboys. This is going to be, this is, was actually my toughest one to pick so far this uh, this weekend, uh, because I think really this could go either way. Ultimately, I do like the Rams in this, even though the Cowboys are playing great, even though they're coming in with a lot of momentum. I still think the Rams offense, and I think Aaron Donald on the defense is going to be the difference maker in being able to stifle a little bit of that red hot Dallas offense that you're seeing right now. I like the Rams in this one. I like them 27-21 to 21 over the Cowboys, and they advance to the uh, the NFC Championship. I, too, am going to pick the Rams. They are red hot at home. They had a great 
shootout with the Kansas City Chiefs some six weeks back, but these are the Dallas Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott, and the bunch are hitting their stride at the right time. They're coming off of a great win against Seattle. I, too, am picking the Cowboys, but I'm, a pick, I'm picking the Rams, I beg your pardon, but I picked the Rams a little closer. It'll be 24-21, to 21. and if anybody remember, these two got together in 1985, and there was a fellow named Eric Dickerson who ran wild against the Cowboys. The Rams have that back, and Todd Gurley, and I say he runs wild against the Cowboys defense as well. Now to the game that my partner Mike is looking forward to. 105 on <laughs> Sunday at Gillette Stadium. Phillip Rivers and the Chargers and Tom Brady and the Patriots. This is going to be a tough one for both teams. Uh, no question about it. And we mentioned earlier on the weather, keep an eye on the forecast because that could definitely dictate how these two teams are going to be able to play one another. Bottom line, I think both teams are going to be looking to establish running games because of the weather, because of the cold up here in New England. Uh, the Patriots know that if they're going to be able to attack any type of the Chargers defense, they have to try to keep away from that pass rush. That means getting Sony Michelle, Rex Burkett, James White involved in running the ball and in play action. I think the New England Patriots are able to do that just a little bit better than the Chargers who come in with a little bit of a banged-up running game. Melvin Gordon hasn't been the same player since he injured his second knee. So I like the Patriots in this one because they're at home, because of their playoff experience. I think they get the job done. I'm going with the Patriots 24-17 uh, to 17 over the L.A. Chargers. You know what? I must learn my lesson from over the years. Don't bet against Tom Brady in the divisional round, especially since he had a week off to prepare for the Chargers. As hot as the Chargers are, it comes to an end at Gillette Stadium. Tom Brady and the Patriots, and I say they hang 30 on the Chargers. Chargers 30, and uh, excuse me, Patriots 30, and the Chargers 21. And the juiciest matchup of the weekend, well, one of the juiciest <laughs> matchups of the weekend, aside of the one in Kansas City, takes place at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Our final pick of the weekend, is there another Philly special that's going to happen? I say no in New Orleans. Drew Brees and the Saints have had time to prepare for Nick Foles and the Eagles. And we thought, uh, we, we say Indian Kansas City is going to be a high-scoring game. This could go even higher. Phil I say New Orleans 45, Philadelphia 41. Yeah, I actually, I like the New Orleans Saints in this one as well. It's funny because I think if these two teams were inverted, and I think you saw... Uh, the Saints playing the Cowboys and the Rams playing the Eagles, I would have been a little more tempted to go with the Eagles in this situation. But I think the extra week, Drew Brees, that defense, that offense had time to rest. They had time to prepare. They knew that they were going to be facing one of these you know, two teams, and the Eagles were in the mix. Uh, Sean Payton has been there before, and these guys know how to prepare for games. The Eagles are going to keep this one close, uh, and I think they will um, you know, make this uh, a real nail-biter right down to the end. But I think the New Orleans Saints do just enough to beat the, uh, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. I like the Saints 34-27 in this one. A couple of high-scoring games that we're picking on the weekends. What are your picks? Tweet us at the show at SIT Morning and let us know who you're picking to advance to the conference championship games. Follow my buddy Mike DeBate, M-DeBate, D-A-B-A-T-E-F-P-C, on Twitter at FPC underscore Patriots and at FP coverage for full press coverage. Follow them online, fullpresscoverage.com. We got a partnership going on, folks. Pay attention. Arena Sportsnet and full press coverage bringing you the best coverage in sports. Thank you very much, Mike. I appreciate the time. 
Uh, my pleasure, Snowman. Take care. Enjoy the sleep this weekend. Look forward to breaking it all down with you again next week. And we'll do it live from Terre Haute, Indiana on Monday. We'll break down these games and have a few more football notes for you. Till then, have a great week. God bless. Remember to make your next move your best move. And always remember, if your dreams don't scare you, then they are not big enough. Dream big, do bigger. I am, Mike is, and we hope you are too. Till Monday, Snowman out.